Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show. It's the show that's all about having the most fun possible in the most beautiful place on earth, Cape Cod, USA. My name is Eric Williams, and for this extra super 4th of July episode extravaganza, we have pulled out all the stops. We're sparing no expense. Why, I just ate four Fig Newtons. Usually, I only have two. I'll be expensing that. And also, Mung will be here giving us a report later in the program. And Greg will be here too. Unfortunately, but we have a big, big show for the biggest weekend of all on Cape Cod. The 4th of July weekend. Oh my folks. This is when it all gets crazy, as if it couldn't get any crazier than it's been living through this crazy time. So we're gonna do our best to figure out how to persevere and proceed together on this peninsula. This sandy bread crust is what we have and what we love. And we're gonna have a dandy time as we move into the heart of summer on Cape Cod. I have certainly noticed lots of visitors around. I feel like everyone's coming, they want to have a good time. But we'll have no fireworks, which is kind of uh, unfortunate, right? We'll make our own fireworks, our own fireworks of love with the people we know, together. Conversational fireworks, the kind that just go pew or bloop. Or, oh, that's a funny dad joke. Like, uh, what does the ghost order at PJ's? Ice! Scream! Ice scream! All right, we'll move on. You know, the one thing I've been wondering, because I've been ferrying my kids over to the big ocean beaches in Wellfleet and to the ponds, I'm working at home, and they're swimming. First of all, there's something hugely wrong with that equation. Why can't they pedal me over on a bicycle and then do my work at home while I bask and swim and cavort? I'm not getting enough cavorting time, but that's okay. It'll be fine. I wonder if people are becoming designated swimming drivers on Cape Cod, because a lot of the beaches are restricting their parking. There's less parking spaces. I know here in Wellfleet we have one beach, LeCount Hollow, that's been designated for residents only. So now folks coming from elsewhere sort of have to figure out, how do I get to the beach? There might not be enough parking. I wonder if there are poor, hapless, designated beach drivers, much like myself, 
whose only job is to get in the car, start the car, and drive happy people to the beach where they get out and say, oh, come pick us up in three hours. And then the designated beach driver drives home, feeling the beating sun through the windshield, trying to crank up that spotty air conditioning in the car, like, like that's a vacation? I mean, I'm working, so whatever, but what about someone on vacation who becomes a designated beach driver? I'm telling you, we have to organize. We have to, we have to get those designated beach drivers into the water. I think that's what's happened to Greg. I'm not sure. There was a, a talk and threat that Greg would be wearing a little chauffeur cap and taking his wife and all her friends to the beach and then either having to drive home and stew, which is what Greg is best at, or maybe park in some forsaken parking lot in the interior of Cape Cod and try to remain cool until he was summoned for the beach pickup. We'll try to figure out that as we go on. I have been able to get out and do some swimming, which has been awesome. Many pond swims so far up here in Wellfleet where I live. I've been in Long Pond, Great Pond, Gull Pond. The other day I took out my weird little plastic boat. It's like a utility sled and I used an umbrella as a sail and I sailed through Gull Pond into Higgins Pond and, and even further, yes, even further into another pond, Williams Pond, my namesake pond. And that was a strange pond. Lots of lilies and those yellow flowers that rise out of the pond and very mysterious and tons of red winged blackbirds looking at me like, what are you doing? You got no red wings, you're strange. And I laid in my boat and the sun beat down and I listened to the sounds of nature and thought, you know, this summer's gonna be okay. Even if it's a weird summer, cause it's still so dang beautiful out here. It's gonna be fine. I've even been doing some sailing which to me is one of the hardest things I've ever tried to pick up. I mean, it's like this constantly shifting math equation and I'm not that good at math. And the wind and everything just trying to mess you up and throw you overboard. But I've been sailing my Snark, S-N-A-R-K sailboat in Gull Pond with some success and some failure. Nothing too tragic, just embarrassing. Like when you bring it down to the landing, and you don't really know what you're doing and people are looking at you and then you try to rig the sail and the wind picks up and it starts blowing you sideways and you're heading toward this nice young family from Poughkeepsie. Ugh, those boats can get out of control. The snark is interesting though. Uh, it's a 70 pound sailboat, like 12 feet long. It's poly clad styrofoam. So it's wicked light, not super maneuverable, but I got one off Craigslist for like 200 bucks from this very nice woman in Harwich. I went into her basement, this was last year, driving rainstorm. Then I had to figure out how to stick it on top of the car and strap it down. And then the sail was wicked long too. And that was a very nerve wracking journey back to Wellfleet with my snack. But if you see one on Craigslist and it's cheap and it has all the parts, it may be the lightest, easiest way to become a bad sailor like me. Very, very bad. I have been boogie boarding. You know I've wrestled with the shark thing for a while, cause I'm a scaredy cat. And I know my daughter tells me all the time you get struck by a lightning, you, can, you could become a human tiddlywink. 
you could fall into a volcano, you'd have more chance of uh, having trouble with that than a shark, but I just hate the idea of being consumed. I suppose it's fair, because we humans sure eat a lot of stuff, but uh, anyway, we went boogie boarding at LeCount Hollow the other day, and I gotta say, I was in the water for two hours without a wetsuit, and it was awesome. I mean, so much fun, that free energy of the ocean, and water was clear and nice, and I was giggling the whole time, man. It's just glee. And then when we get all four family members on one wave, well, that's family togetherness. When you boogie together, you stay together. That's what they say about boogie boarding here on Cape Cod. And in another odd development that is still ongoing and that I will update you on, I've become fascinated with the concept of pack rafting. I've never heard of this, pack, P-A-C-K rafting, pack rafting. So anyway, they make these really light, tough fabric, teeny inflatable boats. They roll up to like four pounds. They come with a pump that's like the bag they stick in. And you can then hike to a remote pond and then take it out of your backpack, blow up this pack raft and go across the water, investigate new ponds. I was thinking I could walk out on Great Island in Wellfleet and then get right into my boat and paddle home. You get like these four piece paddles that are really light too and go into the backpack. The idea of making all these walks, aqua walks is intoxicating. So I ordered this thing called a Climate, K-L-Y-M-I-T, Climate Light Water Dinghy. They sell them online anywhere from like 100 bucks if you're lucky to like 140 bucks. And it hasn't arrived yet. I check my email like every hour. Where's my pack raft? But I just love the idea of being able, maybe you go out to the end of like Chapin Beach when the tide's going in and you just ride those little rapids or something like that. So this idea of pack rafting is gonna revolutionize this summer for me, I hope. Either that or it's just another of my trillion harebrained schemes which keep me going every summer. And this summer especially, it's good to have something weird to look forward to. So my pack raft era is almost beginning. I urge you to all join me. We'll have a pack raft flotilla as we go down, I don't know, different little rivers and bodies of water singing our pack raft song. Oh, I'm a pack rafter, I am too. We sail around the ocean blue. Pack raft, pack raft. Something like that. I'll work on that particular song. It's nice having a dinghy. And speaking of dinghies, it's time for our favorite dinghy, Mung. Mung sent us a report. I don't know what he's been up to, but ladies and gentlemen, Brought to you by Old School Chum. The chum that makes fish friendly comes in a handy 50 gallon size and makes an emergency salsa. Try a scoop of Old School Chum today. Old School Chum is bringing us the Mung Report. Happy summer, Cape Cod. Mung is so excited to say hi to all the Cape Cod Fun Show fans. I've been missing you guys and I've even been missing Eric and Greg. How is that even possible? I recently awoke from my five-month hibernation. I'm like a Rip Van Winkle with tentacles, and apparently a lot has changed during my slumber. 
After contracting the military to make me a mask big enough to fit my bulbous head, I'm now splitting my time between the Cape and New Hampshire. It's a bummer that a lot of things have been canceled on the Cape this summer, but that just means more time to go to the beach. Social distancing, of course. I've already been swimming in four bodies of water in Barnstable, Dowsis, Covils, Calmus, and Joshua's Pond in Osterville, and the water temperature is just delightful right now. I've been noticing more cars uh, in line to get onto the parking lots due to the reduced capacity. So, as always, Mung recommends beaching later in the day if you want to avoid crowds, which is probably the best thing to do in the pandemic anyway. I can't stress enough how great it is at the beach from like 4 to 7 p.m. The sun isn't as hot, fewer people, and the swimming is superb during this time. Also, don't forget to go even if the sun's not out, because as Mung always says, the ocean doesn't know that it's cloudy. And if you ever want to get off the Cape, I highly recommend visiting us in New Hampshire. There's tons of space and way fewer people up here. Plus, fireworks are legal. I've been swimming in Lake Winnipesaukee, which is just spectacular. I found a beach there with a sandy bottom. That was my nickname in high school. And it reminded me of Big Cliff Pond at Nickerson State Park in Brewster. Hiking around the White Mountains is also a great activity at this time, and I also found some of the best barbecue I've ever had at Smokehouse in Amherst, New Hampshire. Mmm, ribs. Mung is stoked for the 4th of July weekend on the Cape, and hopefully I'll be able to get to some of my favorite spots on the bay, like Millway and Barnstable, and Crow's Pasture and Chapin Beach in Dennis. It'd be great if I can hit up some of my favorite eats that I miss too, like DJ's Wings in Hyannis or a burger from Mom and Pops in Chatham that I've been absolutely craving. I know people are missing the fireworks that have been canceled, so I guess the next best thing would be everyone go to Greg's house where he'll be filling his mouth with Pop Rocks and soda and spewing it all over the neighborhood. In personal news, Mung has asked one of these lovely lion's mane jellyfish to be my bride and will be honeymooning on Monomoy. We are registered at Sea Creatures Unlimited if you want to send a gift. In the meantime, enjoy the 4th of July, happy birthday America, and cheers to the summer on Cape Cod! Well, let me be the first to congratulate Mung on his marriage to a, a giant jellyfish! That is so heartwarming, folks! Can you just imagine the thousands and thousands of jelly babies that they'll produce? And those jelly babies will immediately begin swimming to a barbecue joint. So watch out. Now, somewhere deep in his bunker, where he's been quarantining since the late 1950s, we look in, we open the bulkhead. Oh, the cobwebs. He doesn't come out too much. Down there somewhere in his cellar is Greg. There he is. Oh, what's he doing? He's working on a stamp collection? Uh, no, no. He's making booby traps for chipmunks. That could be it. Well, let's find out what Greg's been up to. Here is the Greg Report. Hey, Eric. This is Greg. I'm calling once again for my bunker. My house, fortified house, I should add. Um, here were some dispatches. I actually left the house this past weekend. I did, Eric, I left the house. No kidding, I did, I did, really. I can, I can, I can see that furrowed brow of yours going, yeah, you didn't, you didn't leave the house. I did, I left the house. And get this, pause, 
I went to the beach. I did, I did. I went into salt water. West Dennis Beach, it was great. Except, except, and this is my first time this season, as you well know. I don't know why. I usually get in, like, sooner than this. But anyway, so I went Saturday, and it was cloudy. And then as we got there at the beach, it starts to rain. Of course, it's like no one on the beach except for this very unfortunate, very unhappy-looking lifeguard. I felt very sorry for her. But I have to admit from past experience, I actually love going to the beach when it's cloudy. And on top of that, it's raining because there's no one there. And you can still go in the water. It's still the same kind of water. Maybe it's not as, you know, you can't like sunbathe or anything like that, but it's still pretty awesome. And as Mung once said a couple of years ago, the beach doesn't know it's cloudy. The beach doesn't care. The beach is there. And it was still grand. It was still wonderful. And then we went back the next day to West Sands Beach and it was sunny and it was packed with people, just too many people. But the water was just glorious. It was it was so nice. It was just fabulous. And it reminded me once again how lucky we are, you and I, Eric, and a lot of other people are, to be living here on Cape Cod year-round. I mean, we can go to the beach anytime we want. We go into this water that's so awesome. Anyway, see ya. Wow. Greg seems surprisingly upbeat. I guess he's probably been drinking a lot. I know he ferments his own things down there. Various jars of uh, alcoholic experiments. He preserves things down there, specimens in his bunker. So maybe he's been sipping at the sauce. It's also nice that he can create this little fantasy in his brain uh, where he's actually sort of leaving his bunker, leaving his house and going to a beach. We all know he really didn't do it. He's been down there the whole time. He's kind of like a, a cranky Mr. Rogers in a cranky world of make-believe. And if he ever got to a beach, he'd be asked to leave because he'd be yelling at other beachgoers to uh, get off my lawn. And a beach isn't a lawn. A beach is not a lawn, Greg. You can't say that to beachgoers. It's not your lawn. So in the food department, as we sort of traverse this to-go playing field, The world is to go. People are starting to get back into restaurants a little bit. I've been cooking a lot, but also occasionally popping out to PJs and Wellfleet. Oh man, the best. Max on the pier, as always. I skate the same lane. But last night, our family got takeout from the uh, Masonic Lodge here in Wellfleet. They have their lobster roll Wednesdays, and it's not just lobster rolls. They have linguisa rolls. They've got sausage rolls. And everything, including the lobster rolls, comes with a serving of kale soup, half a piece of corn on the cob, free iced tea, um, you get macaroni salad, a pickle, and some excellent coleslaw, by the way, which was not overly dressed, and it was nice and chunky, just the way I like it. Fairly inexpensive, and a boatload of food for the family. You know, I gotta say, I like almost every kind of seafood, but lobster has always left me a little cold. It's not one of my faves, strangely. I don't like scallops either, especially at that price. 
but I know other people do. Everything else is fine with me, but I had this sausage sandwich from the lodge and it was a big fat sausage. So good. Oh man, a delicious adventure. They do it on Wednesdays at the Masonic Lodge in Wellfleet. That's right downtown on Bank Street. It's kind of on a big hill. It's sort of spooky. It's like a Scooby-Doo house, kind of near Uncle Tim's Bridge. And uh, that lodge was cooking last night with some beautiful food. So if you're up Wellfleet Way on a Wednesday, you might want to check that out. You know, I was trying to find some kind of 4th of July celebration that seemed semi-normal. And the one that stuck out to me as I looked around sort of the list of virtual events, virtual yoga, virtual sing-along, virtual talk to your flowers. I saw this one, it's a semi-parade in Sandwich coming up on Saturday. In Sandwich, a rolling birthday celebration for the nation will go through downtown with a setup of cars and other vehicles starting at 9 a.m. Saturday. Uh, they're going to uh, go down Morse Road by the Henry T. Wing School building. So some kind of parade in Sandwich. They're gonna stage it at 9 a.m., depart at 10 a.m. along Morse Road by the former Henry Wing School. I should get better prepared for these podcasts, but really, I'm coming to you from my closet because it's the quietest place in my house. Outside, there's this guy with a weed whacker right now, and he's whacking weeds so loud. Uh, my wife's also a reporter. She's on some conference call somewhere, so everyone's squawking. Last time I did this in my garage, and then someone opened the garage door with that automatic sound. So here I am in my closet, trying to pretend I'm out there in the beautiful world of Cape Cod where I will be going. As soon as I finish work today, I'm gonna become immersed in a pond and let the cares dribble away. And I know folks, you're tougher than me. Wherever you're from, out there in the big world, you are jerky tough people who can get through these strange times and still find fun. I wanna recommend you reach out to some hiking trails, you know, get out there, Fort Hill and East Ham. I did Claps Pond in Provincetown recently. There are places you can get out and get alone, get a map of the National Seashore and take a look at some of these places in Truro I know of, Crow's Pasture. I think it's gonna be the kind of summer where you make your own space and you make your own fun. And we here at the Cape Cod Fun Show will be with you every step of the way. Well, maybe not every step. We might have to sit down and rest for a little while and sip something out of our flask, our very nutritious flask that we might secret on our person. And we'll say things like, you go on ahead, which is the motto of this week's Cape Cod Fun Show. Till next time. Till next week, I want to thank Mung and Greg for their superstar additions to the show. Keep having fun. And see ya! Hey, I'm locked in here. Hey, could, could someone unlock the, the clock? Hey! Oh, no. It's just me and my boxing shorts. Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left.
listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.